Disclaimer. Canned Expression and its host, Rochelle Roy, only condone fully legal street art performed through means operating entirely within the bounds of the law. The intent of this podcast is to teach more about the most interesting aspects of street art and the community to get more people involved in the activity in a legal, safe, and fun way. Street art should be practiced in a way which does not damage any private property and allows for you to express yourself in a non-destructive way. For more information, please check out your locality or municipality's regulations regarding public displays of art. Thank you. Now back to the episode. If there is one thing that should stand out about street art as an artistic medium, it's how distinctly human it is. If you look at other forms of art, paintings, drawings, sculptures, whatever, inevitably after evolving over literal millennia of development, the various artistic movements which influence new works shift to include a non-human subject matter, even though they typically start off in a very human-focused style. That can really take an infinite number of forms, ranging from landscape-focused to the abstract conceptions more associated with modern art. But before that, most art forms tend to explore something near human. Animals. Still alive enough to create motion and mood in the art, but still far away enough that it's something fresh. Something not human. Street art, I'd call the exception to the majority of what I just described. It revels in its human-focused style. And it'll be a while until you see something like landscapes become the artistic meta in the street art community. But it's not all different. Although rare, street art does take a delve into the animalistic, usually as a way to explore human problems, issues, and quirks through a non-human-focused avenue. It's definitely not commonplace yet, but it's an interesting idea. Using animals not as the focus of the art, but as a medium or conduit from the human focus most street art stems from. Let's delve a little bit deeper. Welcome back to Canned Expression. My name is Rochelle Roy, and today let's explore animalistic street art, the flip side of the wild. You are now listening to Canned Expression. So if we're going to be talking about animal-oriented street art, we really should talk about Roa. He's a street artist whose work puts a specific emphasis on animals in the context of street art, and he's gotten recognition from modern art museums around the world. He's regularly commissioned by cities in and out of his home country of Belgium for new works. His style is definitely working for him. But when a lot of people discuss and analyze his work, they pay attention to the aesthetic itself. And I'm not faulting them for that. We could honestly dedicate a whole episode to how expertly he showcases the elegance of the animals he illustrates, despite usually limiting himself to a palette of just black and white. But I think people who focus entirely on how beautiful his work is miss out on a lot about the meaning behind it. Roa doesn't treat his art in isolation, and connects his piece very explicitly to human issues. More recently, you may have heard of his Wildlife Preservation Initiative, where he created artwork of animals that are in the process of going extinct. Instead of his typical black-and-white color scheme, these pieces were painted with the faintest gray so that it was just barely visible, so as to instill how close we are to losing these animals. But even beyond larger issues like that, Roa is an expert at capturing the essence of an animal and applying it to human situations. Works of his often capture animals in a state of vulnerability, 
ranging from an eager rabbit with its internal organs visible through its skin to a dead and decaying pest like a rat. This distinctly non-human approach to mortality and morbidity oddly captures essence really, really well, displaying the idea of mortality, death, and injury through an animal, especially through initiatives which highlight the animals which are in the process of being killed and going extinct due to human activity forces the viewer's reflection on what they might ignore if presented in human form. It's not just Roa either. Faith 47, Lie Hill, and Margaret Killigan all dedicated various phases of their artistic career to using animals to capture human emotion. It's a very pure way of conveying discussion of uncomfortable topics. Mortality, vulnerability, innocence, and the loss of it are uncomfortable to be confronted with when it's another human in the art piece, a disturbing sight for most viewers. But when an animal comes, a level of forced understanding and empathy is produced by the artist. It might not be what humans want to see, but it's what they need to. With the canned expression, I'm Rochelle Roy, and remember to keep spraying.